And it is now, I get I always get excited when I get to say this. It is now episode number 17 of our Reef Lords Pod Academy. And I'm joined as I am each and every time by Dora Liu. Hello, Dora. Good morning, David. I'm not sure if listening listeners are actually getting tired of my voice. Nah. Now, you know why? Because because it's fun and because it's educational as well. And today is going to be very educational um, because today we're going to be talking about how to measure return on investment. And this is when we're talking return on investment, I'm assuming now in, we're talking property and it's uh, if you have an investment property. Am I correct? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. So now you're going to be going down a rabbit hole that I get scared about. When I when I looked at the notes that you sent to me, my first my first reaction was I don't understand any of this. So I'm glad you're going to explain it because I'm hoping I'm not the only one that doesn't understand and that we can make it clearer for other people as well. So talk sure. to me about investing and investing in properties. Okay, so um, this episode uh, is for first-time investors, I would say, because we're going to be unpacking some of the financial indicators that will help you to make um, decisions on investing in properties. You know, so if you're still sitting on the fence, deciding whether you want to take the venture into property investment, this episode is for you. Um, and there are certainly many aspects and or facets that you you need to look into. You know, for example, um, indicators such as capital appreciation, capital appreciation rate, rental yield, net operating income, or in short NOI, and uh, property return on investment, ROIs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and uh, this episode is the part one of uh, this measure on return on investment um, for cash purchases on property investment, okay? And the next episode, which will be released next month, will be... Um, um, unpacking on investment properties with mortgage bond. All right. So this episode, we will focus on cash purchase only for investment Okay. Property. All right. So in other words, if I've got a million or a million and a half in my, my pocket and I'm looking at investing. Okay. Now, I like the way that you've, that you've laid it out and you're going to explain it to us because as soon as you got into capital appreciation, rental yield, net operating income property. I was like, oh, no, no, she's talking Greek. But we're going to make this very simple. So we're going to start off. Let's start off and assume that your property purchase price is 1.2 million. Where do we go from there? All right. So like you said, uh, we're going to set an example. So when we work out these figures, we will just follow this example, all right, just to make things easier to understand. Now, property purchase price, we set it to be 1.2 million rand. Now, you are paying cash for this property, 1.2 yes. million rand. And you get monthly rental income of 10,000 rand per month. Okay, monthly rental income, 10,000 rand per month. Now, then you're going to look at the monthly cost and the cost actually includes, but not limited to what I'm going to say, all right? You can certainly limit it, um, but there, um, there are 
other types of um, costs that I might not have listed uh, in the following, right? So the monthly costs, you're looking at levy, looking at rates and taxes, maintenance cost, management fee, if you have an agent uh, that's managing your property, or some people might have a rental cover uh, cost, all right? So that for all forms part of monthly operational cost. Okay, and uh, for this example, we're going to set it to be 2,000 Rand per month. All right. Okay, then but that's, that's now, sorry, Dora, that's now not cost, not cast in stone because obviously it depends on the kind of property that you're buying, how much money you should budget, uh, budget for maintenance. Because if you're buying off plan from a developer, you're going to have to budget less, I would imagine, for, for maintenance. But if you're buying an older property, maybe you'll have to budget a bit more. Yes, you, you're quite spot on, on on that. If you're buying new property, fresh out of development, obviously the maintenance cost is a lot lower uh, than if you're buying a property that's 10 or 15 years old, uh, old, you know. So, mm. But then for the purpose of this um, episode, uh, for the purpose of this example, we set the monthly operational cost to be 2,000 Rand. Cool. Okay, let's move All right. on. Cool. All right, so now... Um, the uh, the next thing is that the property value at the end of the 12-month period has increased to 1.3 million rand. Okay, so these are the figures that we're going to be working with. All right. So, okay. um, yeah, then let's unpack. Let's unpack these uh, financial indicators. Let's um, do that. The first so, thing so first. Yeah, can I? Can, sorry, Dora, because now I'm getting I'm getting excited again. Um, <laughs> capital appreciation is that's what you're talking about, um, and and that basically means my money has grown, and I like that. So, yes. how how do we work out capital appreciation? Mm. All right. So, like you said, capital appreciation is basically how much property value has increased on the property during a certain period of time. In this in this example, we are looking at a twelve month period, okay, from the date that you register your your property. Um, so, what you do is that you take the current um, marketing value minus, uh, I mean, not the marketing value, the the market value of the property minus the property purchase price which you paid for in cash, right? So in this case, it's 1.3 million minus 1.2 million. That is 100,000 Rand increase in the value. All right, that is your capital appreciation. Now, if you want to work out the capital appreciation rate, you take that 100,000 Rand divided by 1.2 million Rand, you get the rate of 8.3%. Okay, quick question before you move on though, how do we know, how would we know um, if our property value has appreciated over this 12 month period? Is, is there somewhere where we can look? Yes, definitely. That's a very good question, actually. So what you can usually do is to go onto property uh, sales platform, such as P, uh, Property24 or Private Property or other platforms, or you can get a um, an agent to market your property, to evaluate your property and see how, uh, you know, where the property value sits at the moment. Ah, okay, cool, right. Now, let's, let's just can continue talking a bit about this because 
Some years can be different in terms of your appreciation to other years. Most definitely. So to put in perspective, um, in year 2020, properties in South Africa only had 2% capital appreciation averagely across the entire country. All right, so what that means is that if your property appreciated more than 2%, your property is probably performing better than average. Which would be good news. So, yeah, of course. Um, so that's basically a benchmark for you to, to measure against. Okay, so that, let's, let's move on to the next one because um, I get confused between NOI and ROI and all those OI things. So what is <laughs> annual net operating income then? How do I figure out what that is? Okay, so annual net operating income, in short, it's NOI. All right, so it, that's basically the profit you make out of your rentals. All right, ah. so what you do... Yeah, so what you do is that you take the total um, uh, annual rental income minus your total annual rental cost. Then you get the net operating income. So in this example, in this case study, you uh, your annual rental income is 10,000 Rand times by 12 months. You get 120,000 Rand net um, uh, I, I mean, annual rental income, right? And then your annual cost is 2,000 Rand times by 12 months, you get 24,000 Rand cost. Okay, you use that 120,000 Rand minus uh, the 24,000, you get 96,000 Rand net operating income. Ah, okay. okay. All right. So now, but, but how do I know? How do I know if my net operating income is a good thing or not? All right. So um, you obviously want to know what is whether the net operating income is a healthy figure, you know, for your property investment. So NOI needs to be above 65% of your annual rent income. All right. In this uh, example that we've just given, the NOI is sitting at 80% of the annual rent income. So it's a brilliant, brilliant um, state, financial state for your property investment. And also, in other words, if the annual operating cost is below 35% of your annual rent income, it is a good financial state for your property investment. Okay. All right. This is becoming clearer. You're doing well. If you can explain it to me, anybody can understand this. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it's making sense. No, no, it does. It does. So then, return on investment then um, is different, obviously, from your net operating income. So, what is ROI? So that's basically the top concern for any investor, right? What is the total ROI of my property investment? Now, we're going to put a um, time timeline on it. So we are working on total, rent, uh, total return on investment at the end of the 12-month period. Okay, so what you do is that, remember, we worked out the capital appreciation of the property, which is 100,000 uh, uh, rand, yeah. plus the NOI. 
of 96,000 rand. That total divided by how much money you paid for the property, which is 1.2 million rand, then you get the rate of 16.3% for this particular example. Okay, so if your property evaluation has increased, so like in our example here, so then what you do is you take the, that, that first figure, whatever the increased figure is, plus your net operating income, and you divide that then by your purchase price. That's correct. Spot on. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, put in perspective again. <laughs> so put in perspective again, anything above 10.5% ROI is considered good return for your property investment. And anything above 12%, it's considered excellent. All right. So in our yeah. example, yeah. so far, we're doing very, very well. <laughs> Yay, but, <laughs> winning on but, the maths. But, yes, I'm winning at math thanks to you. Where were you when I needed a tutor when I was in school? Um, okay. Now you talk again about something that confuses me. So gross rental yield, what is that? What does it mean? Okay, basically it's gross rental return for your investment. All right, so you take the total uh, annual rental income divided by the purchase price you paid. All right, so in this example, it would be 120,000 Rand divided by 1.2 million. And then you get the 10% rental yield. I mean, gross rental yield, right? Remember okay. when we say gross, it means we didn't take into consideration of the operating costs. Okay. Yeah, or taxes. Okay. So is this yeah. a better way to look at it? No, 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 definitely not. That's why we're going to look at the net, yeah, which, uh, which is going to come up now. Um, currently in South Africa, the gross rental yield is around 8 to 9% for residential properties. Okay. All right. But like, like we said, uh, you know, you shouldn't really only look at gross rental yield. Uh, you should rather look at annual net rental yield. Okay. So basically that is talking the net rental return of your property. Right. So okay. how you do that, you take NOI, which is net operating income, divided by um, the purchase price you paid for. Okay. So in this case, it's 96,000 Rand divided by 1.2 million, and you get 8% rental yield. Uh -huh. I mean, net okay. rental yield, yes. You should always uh, really be very mindful of net rental yield, okay? Because as, you know, as much as your gross rental yield can be very high, but if the cost is very high, it will end up having lower net rental uh, rental yield. Okay, so then basically what net rental yield means to somebody like me is that's how much money you actually are going to make because you've taken off all of the expenses. Of course, of course, yeah. Okay. So how are we doing okay. in South Africa in terms of, 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 of our, our net rental yield? Yeah, so averagely for residential property, uh, the net rental yield is around 5 to 6%. Okay, so it's, not, it's not bad. 
uh, it's not bad, but uh, except if you really take that percentage year on year, uh, you're looking at about uh, 15 years uh, when you make all your money back. That is provided the rent uh, does not increase, the cost does not increase. All right, so 5 to 6%, that is on average. All right, but uh, like in this example, um, if you are getting 8% net rental yield, that is very good because you basically, um, you, you're looking at about, what, 10 years uh, or less than 10 years to, to, to make the money back that you've invested. Okay, so, all right. Yeah. So, so if you're yeah, beating the average, you're doing well. But now, of course, in terms of rental, uh, you know, your, your, your rental and your increases, because under normal circumstances, you would get, I, I imagine if it works the same way all over the place, uh, every year you get a rental increase. It's something that's in the contracts as, as, as somebody who's renting a property, you know about it. But now over the last year, almost two years, rental increases haven't been, to my mind, haven't been made as, as much. What I'm trying to say is, for example, um, the complex that I'm in, when it came time to, to renegotiate our contract, I said to them, listen, I simply cannot afford the 10% increase. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. not possible at the moment. And they were like, okay, cool. Um, you're a good tenant. You've been here for a while. So we'll keep your rental at what it is, or we'll only increase it by 500 Rand, whatever the case may be. Um, is that something across the country that, that rental increases are not really happening? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're quite right, uh, Dave. So rent increases very stagnant uh, in year 2020 and year 2021. Um, I mean, 10% increase on a residential property rental, that's like a fairy tale, you know. You don't, you don't get that uh, nowadays. And uh, um, however, we do actually foresee a slight increase in rent, um, in rent uh, probably in 2022 because, the, because of the recovery of the economy. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I, I don't think 10% is really uh, realistic. 8% will not be realistic probably you're looking at a you know three to five percent anything in between yeah but it, i mean that, again that's not something that's that's cast in stone forever because it depends on the the economy now that's right yeah we're about to we're about to 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 wrap up here but what i would suggest you do and this is what i did and it's helped me to understand this whole thing much much better is as we're going through all these different terms or whatever Write down those little sums along with as we talk about it, and then it just becomes a whole lot clearer because this kind of thing obviously is going to help you with, uh, you know, in terms of making a property investment. Mm, yeah, thanks, Dave. Uh, yeah, I think that, that's, that's very good of us. And uh, these formula will be shared in our blog articles as well. You know, so at least you have something in writing and then you can take your time to work out the figures uh, at your own pace. Okay, you know, wonderful. The blog, article, hmm, the blog article will be posted on our website as well as our Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. So, Fantastic. well, yes. And look, this episode is really on cash purchase for investment properties, right? The next episode 
uh, we're going to be looking at these formula, but applying them uh, to mortgage bond when, when you purchase a property on mortgage bonds and how that's actually going to differ. So, yeah. And, cool, um, I'm looking forward to and, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm guilty to say, or I'm guilty to advertise that uh, Reflow's recently launched Invest Assist products where we sell our tenanted units. And we have all these figures worked out for you. All right. So if you're interested in investing property and you would like to have a piece of advice, you can give us a call. That's brilliant. Uh, give us a call, the, the, the number there, if we want to call you. Yes, it's 011-516-0057. Or you can drop us an email on Catherine at reflords.co.za spelled as C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E at reflords.co.za. And then, of course, there's the, the Reflords Facebook page and you're on LinkedIn as well. Um, I hope Catherine can math better than I can. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, that about wraps it up for us uh, for this edition. Man, time flies. Thank you so, so much. Uh, and uh, we're going to be chatting to you again very soon. Yes. Next month in November. Wonderful. I can't believe that it's nearly the end of the year. I know. Anyway, we will get there with a smile on our face. Uh, this was the Reef Lords Pod Academy, the 17th episode of it, proudly brought to you by Reef Lords Property Development. Think home. Think Reef Lords. <laughs>